Fox Sports 1480 AM, 102.5 FM, The Gambler. In Philly, there's a group that brings diehard sports fans together as one big family through tailgate and road trips. Now the guys from Green Legion are bringing the tailgate to the airwaves. Quimby, Hollis Tank Thomas, Michael Diaz, and Chris Sack always keep the party going, so crack a beer. Take a shot and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, brought to you by Bud Light, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Been waiting waiting about 20 weeks to say that. Awesome sauce. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have one in front of my my hand right now. I've got one. Awesome sauce. I had too many last night, but uh, as you saw on the show. Looks so small. Everything looks hands. small in Hollis's catcher's mitts, except for Jordan Mailata, <laughs> first baseman glove. Yeah, but uh, everybody, yes, we are now sponsored by Bud Light. So enjoy Bud Light responsibly as well. Michelob Ultra and Bud Light Seltzer. Anytime you're there, that is uh, every time you're at a Green Legion event, that they are going to be present, and uh, that's uh, that's our exclusive beer sponsor now. And we are happy. John Dorenzi, thank you so much from Penn Distributors. Remember, John was in on our show oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. We appreciate that. Yes. Everybody, my name's Quimby. I'm the host here at Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports The Gambler. Make sure if you have not downloaded the iHeartRadio app, you do so immediately. You can listen to all episodes of Green Legion Radio. Get tanked happy hour and ice to shorts winter slash summer sports on the app. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play by searching for Green Legion Radio. Don't forget, review, rate, subscribe, download the whole nine yards. Do everything. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, I'm going to introduce the panel for the day. To my right, our producer, Kyle, slash, 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 the gobbler. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Hi, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Next to him, Chris Sack. Chris Sackmaster. Chris Sack Attack. Reggie. Ooh-ha-ha. Yeah, we've got a whole thing we're going through. Yeah, hey, I mean, hey, I, unlike the process trusters, I'm having a fantastic week. Uh-huh, <laughs> yep. To his far left, number 78 in your program, number one in your heart, 15-year NFL vet, 10 with your Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Hollis Tank Thomas. What's up, brother? Uh, chilling. Good evening, folks. Good evening, folks. How, how you guys doing? Doing, doing well, good, brother. Doing good, well. Good things. Mazel, mazel. And, of course, next to him, Michael... Shut up, Diaz. Yes, one more time. That would be Michael. Shut up, Diaz. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Sack I- intros with trying to rip on me. You have made up drops uh, for me. I, I, uh, that's, all that's, the love that Diaz Nation is feeling in this room. That's the Henderson twins. All right. that, that, they didn't make that up. You know, I didn't make that up. They made it up for you. That's how much people love you. Yeah. And we would like to welcome for the second time on the show, but the first time, as our new intern, super fan, Samantha Ross. <laughs> I hate the fact that you're not by the microphone. I hate this nickname. Why? Super fan? Then pick one. Super Sam. Super Sam. Super Sam is Okay, bad. we're not going to talk about it until you get in front of the microphone. Su- I just think that super fan is a little excessive. What's that? I think super fan is a little excessive. Super fan is a little excessive. She thinks it's a little excessive, except she's been to every Eagles game for how many years in a row now? This is my will be my twenty second season. Okay, so she's a super fan, but Super Sam is a super fan. 
We're happy to have you. Quimby, behave yourself. I am, I am just trying to get her in front of the microphone. I'm in front of the microphone. There it is. There, there it is. Go. There, there you, you are. Now you're cooking with bacon grits. Angry right. Sam. Angry Sam. That's what we want. Sam's going to watch our uh, social media. If you guys actually have a legitimate question, she's going to make sure it gets answered. Uh, outside of that, we're just going to make fun of everybody else. we got a lot of people to rip into today. Oh, yes. Including John Middleton, who you know continues to uh, run his way up the idiot flagpole in this town. Uh, obviously, we're going to break down the Eagles. We're going to have a couple standout players on offense and defense, even though they did lose that game. Oh, God. Going to go over the ALCS and the NLCS and the irrelevance, the continued irrelevance of the Phillies. Uh, we're going to have a small, very small segment on LeBron, not the GOAT, the GLOAT. And, uh, of course, around the league, <laughs> Dak has to be kicking himself now, huh? Uh, that's Oops. Mean. That's just mean. Too soon. Yeah, well, whatever, I mean, man. I mean, the part is no, there no, for him to, no, no. to kick himself. I'm just, just, just yeah. a bit outside. He just said, <laughs> I have to kick with the other leg. Just a bit outside. Obviously, going over injuries, uh, Ravens game breakdown by Tank and uh, picks, and uh, I would just like to go on record one more time as Diaz continues to lose fantasy. Congratulations, you're now one and four. Yep, that's great. Four and one. <laughs> Let's wait till we get to the pick segment today a, here. Hold on a second. Hold on. That's what four and one smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, it'll be exciting watching you blow it down the end, down the stretch. Wow. Well, it, uh, yep, save this for the family programming that yes, we're <laughs> please, do. please do save it for the green room. And everybody, Green Legion Radio announcement. If you did not hear yesterday, as of November 5th, Green Legion Radio will be back live at Chickies and Pete's Boom. South Philadelphia for our show from 7 to 9. Uh, we're going live, everybody, as opposed to this Wednesday uh, pre-record that you guys hear on, on Thursday that you're listening to right now. For the rest of the year, we're going live. So God have mercy. <laughs> hey, you guys over at the studio, let me know what I got to pay for the guy on the dump button. Just so you know. <laughs> for Diaz. He's the only one, right? Yeah, he's Pretty the leader much. in the clubhouse, no he doubt is. about he, it. He has he has put more words in the uh, more more dollars in the swear jar than anybody else. You guys drive me crazy. I have to correct you all the time. I have to th- be, use emphasis on the wrong syllable. Really, it's already because shut the good up, news. Diaz. Oh, I, th- I thought <laughs> he was getting fired. Already. Yeah, I, was, I was about I was about to say because the good news is you're, you're fired. fired. <laughs> I was. A, we could go down. We could we could go down one more. Yeah, we don't I don't know. It was a record. It was minus 14 minutes today yeah. before I got fired from on the show. And uh, also when uh, when we do start back on November 5th, Mister Dave Spadaro, host of the Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast, will be a permanent part of the show. So we are happy to have him. On, uh, we need to come up with a name for the Spadaro vs. Tank segment on those shows because Ugh. that's what that's what the people tune in for, and it's and it's great, and I love being in the middle of it. But we need <laughs> someone can think of a good name, not the potato gun, the potato tank. Yeah, I, I don't know, something like that. that yeah, tank versus spank. I mean, thanks, Dave. We appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on the show again, and uh, see you next year. Spud. Spud. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's. Uh, Let's get to it right now. It's Bob. Well, he was back last week, and again, we're happy to have him. 
But let's do it. Hollis, what happened this week in sports history? And what happened this week in Hollis history? Well, today is October the 15th. It's the 289th day of the year. There's 79 of these puppies left. I'm going to start off with the national holidays today. Today is National I Love Lucy Day. Today is the day that I Love Lucy appeared. I, I grew up watching I Love Lucy. I don't know about any of you got other people who enjoyed the crazy redhead, but it became a national I Love Rexy Lucy Day. Rexy does. 19, 19, oh, yeah, 1951. Also, today is National Grouch Day. The, 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 the word, <laughs> Thank you. I brought Looking this up for you, you because you uh, bastards. Way back in 1890, the word "grouch" was was brought was uh was brought brought it to saying for people with ill ill ill, Ill manners, Ill, not not ill manners, but ill ill temper, ill temperament. Yes, Ill, Ill, yeah, ill temperament. Yes. And then in in 1896, the definition was brought 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 about. Uh, we also got roast pheasant day. I couldn't end this without without a food thing. Wash your and wash your hands day. And now, now for some events. That's been all the 2020. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's National Wash Hands Day, though. You got a, got some events here. I'm going to hit the MLB for uh, October the 12th. Uh, I figured you would know this. In uh, 1980, MLB, they beat the Astros. A lot of people don't realize the Astros was in the uh, in the National League first. Uh, they beat them three games to two. Yeah, they all, they switched over to the American League probably about six or seven years yeah. ago. Yes. Yeah. And then we go to October the uh, 14th, where in 1992, Breath the Hitman Heartbeat, Ric Flair. Woo. For the WWF heavyweight title. Then wow, October- <laughs> Rob Believus is pissed right now. <laughs> then you go to October the 15th. When, uh, in 1933, the Philadelphia Eagles played their first game. Their first NFL game. It was a bludgeoning. We lost to the Giants 56 to nothing. Uh, today is also the day the players uh, ended the uh, strike without a collective bargaining agreement in 1987. Then we have uh, this one last one here from the 16th. Uh, the, we, did, we, did we lose the World Series? Or did we win the World Series? We've lost some. No, no. In 1983, what, what happened? We lost. We lost. Well, to Baltimore, Cal yeah. Ripken. Yeah, lost in five games. Quimby was 16. Yes, Baltimore beat us. Yeah, Baltimore beat us. <laughs> Baltimore beat us. That, that's what happened. Then uh, I have some quick birthdays. Today is 1943. Because the good news is you're fine. <laughs> Today is uh, Penny Marshall's birthday. Uh, 1943. Today is also Tito Jackson, the, the lesser myth Jackson. Today is his birthday <laughs> in 1953. I'm Michael Q. Tito. <laughs> in 1970, uh, Eric Benet and Genuine. And then yesterday we had we had some birthdays yesterday, but I, uh, I had a, a quick story because before I came over, I, ta- I was talking to my esteemed colleague Terrell Owens, and I brought up the game, uh, the game against the Ravens that we had after we got them during the during the offseason. There was a whole band of things going on. You did the uh, Ray Lewis dance. Yeah, with the Ray, yeah. Yep. That's what I was, that's what I was, I was getting at that. that I, was, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. But I was going to hit you with the backstory of the of the 49ers trying to push. They they say that they didn't get the facts of him wanting to become a free agent, so they tried to push a trade through through the Ravens. And at the time, I, I, at the time, I never put two and two together. But in talking to my esteemed colleague, he just looked at it and they said uh, the Ravens—they got a good defense. But Kyle Bowler is the is the quarterback. <laughs> he's oh like, my, he's like, my numbers are going to plummet. So he came to us, and the Ravens took—they uh, took—they took that personal. Did they, they get a like a? a some sort of comp pick, like a fourth round pick or something. They got uh, something. They, got, they? they end up getting something uh, because they. I think we tra- we end up trading uh, Brandon Whiting uh, yeah. out there. But when we end up when they planned, they was it was a lot of trash talking coming out out of there this time. And as you said, we we were kicking their butt. But uh, what what I remember about the game was first, I got a tongue lashing from Tommy Tommy Brazier. It's actually all over the internet because I was mic'd up. He he yelled at me really bad, really bad, bad enough to me to uh, make him think he's been in the championship the next time he, I saw him. 
with a, you know, with a cup of water. And so then, but then I got praised because I ended up getting the force from the fumble recovery. So we ended up beating the 15 to 10, but the highlight of that game was T.O. catching the touchdown and in the end zone doing the Ray Lewis dance. And he, yeah. nailed, he nailed it. He nailed, nailed it. it too. He nailed it and embarrassed him. Didn't he get, he got hit pretty hard on that, on that catch too, right? Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he got hit. He, he was, took that, a pretty good lick on that. Yeah, they, they were out for justice. It, it was, it was kind of, it's kind of a weird game. And as, as we get into the playing them again this week, they're kind of like the same team, a team that plays rough, tough defense, and, but they have a real quarterback now, not Kyle Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game specifically because it, because, uh, for, it was around Halloween this time, obviously, right. and I got a prison suit and put, uh, uh, Ray Lewis's <laughs> number oh, on the God. front and oh. Jamal Lewis's number on the back. I, I went as the, <laughs> the Baltimore County. Jamal Lewis was a bad and, boy and, back and, then too. So. And, and with that victory, that was a, that was a Super Bowl year. We ended up going seven and zero. So it was a, it was a, it was a pretty good time. Right, right, right. It was, it was week eight. That was my, that's my and that's my story for this week. Excellent, brother. No that's problem. Awesome, man. Well, thanks. Appreciate that. Diaz, you up? All right. We've oh, got God. we've got this week's Green Legions. Kick, uh, kick ass or jackass brought to you by Bud Light. There we go. So, you know, we're thinking, well, what's topical today? So I thought we would take a trip down memory lane. Eagles linebackers. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought we were going to say recent times when you were actually good at fantasy football. Ah, <laughs> I was in this. I was in the, uh, in the championship last year. I won it the year before that. Yeah, we're in a rebuilding year here. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to start with Quimby. We're going to go around the room, ending with Tank. Uh, and uh, I will put the finishing touches. All right, we're going to start a little ways to go. Quimby, Byron Evans. The best, number 56. Never missed a tackle. Always there. Best run-stopping middle linebacker this team has ever had. Period. And that's over trot. My opinion. Kick ass. There you go. Definitely before (laughs) my time, but I know about Byron Evans and heard nothing but good things. So kick ass. Yep. A little bit before my time as well, but I'll, young guys. I'll, I'll say kick ass as well. I'll go kick ass for sure. Kick ass for sure. Bye kick ass for sure. I wanted to start off strong. All right, the second one up here, Quimby, Mark Simino. Oh God! Can we have kick ass, jackass, or jerk off? <laughs> it might get worse from here on out. So we'll keep adding jackass. Best thing he ever did was kick that extra point, jackass. <laughs> Didn't he take over fifty three after Hugh left Hollis? And fifty, and he gave it back to you. Yeah, he gave it right? back because that's yeah. how much you sucked, <laughs> yeah. jackass. Sam? Oh, jackass for sure. <laughs> I played with him in two in two different places. Uh, it was the same thing. He was smart, but uh, jackass. <laughs> yeah, jackass. <laughs> All right, here you go. Uh, on that same uh, level here, uh, Michael Kendricks. Honestly, I think number ninety five. Would look really good in an Eagles uniform right now, and he needs to make a whole lot of money before he goes to prison, so kick ass. <laughs> Is that a little <laughs> foreshadowing for later in the show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're also going to talk about allowing firearms on commercial airlines. <laughs> Let's see if we can get them both back. See if we can get them both back. Kick ass. I always thought he was a good, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's kick ass, basically, yeah. <laughs> Without him watching the backside. And on that play, the Julio, that fourth down play. If he didn't watch that backside, Matt Ryan would have easily had an easy completion right there, and we would have lost that game. So Michael Kendricks, for that alone, is kick ass. I don't really have an opinion, but I'm going to go with Brian Walton, and I'm going to go kick ass. There you go. I'm going. Jack and you're going to get in front of the microphone the next time you say it, right? 
Do I'm, my best. <laughs> I'm going jackass. Uh, he's a good, a good, talented player, but he's uh, often hurt. He's like that Ferrari whose uh, tires, uh, tire speaker is always busted. So I got to go jackass. I, I, there was so much promise. With we thought he was going to be a great player. He made a lot of dumb, uh, dumb boneheaded kind of plays, but. He was on the Super Bowl champions. I'm going kick ass. Yeah. He was great in pass coverage. That's what I was trying to say. I couldn't think of the words. Right. Pass right. coverage. Yeah. What, what, what were we ranked? Really? Here we go, Quimby. <laughs> Here we go. A little slow to D'Amico Ryans. Oh, he's a beast. A lot of promise. Never really amounted to anything. I, I don't want to say jackass, but he certainly didn't have a kick ass career here. here. So Flat ass? Flat ass. <laughs> the worst one? No, no, no ass. No yeah, ass. worst no one. Ass. Yeah, that's terrible if you don't have an ass. <laughs> yeah. I always liked D'Amico Ryans. He didn't do anything after here, but I think he had at least a good two years here, maybe. Kick ass. I don't know. Mufasa. He was a, he was a team leader. I, I enjoyed his time here, and he was always good at, at, at being held accountable and giving good sound bites, so I'll say he's kick ass. I'm going with the group. They're saying jackass. There we go. I, I got jackass because basically he was under uh, yeah, Billy Davis' eyes, and he was that was god awful. And, and it's like, uh, yeah, I, I had to go jackass. I'm gonna go kick ass. Uh, he had that what? injury in Houston and came back and he played better than uh, than I expected. He him tore to. his Achilles twice, twice. in Houston. Well, no, yeah, we yeah. Told, 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 uh, both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And came back and played. Yeah, one while playing level. with Houston yeah. and while playing with, and one while playing with us in right. Houston. Right. Terrible. Here we go. Uh, Quimby. Sir. LeVon Kirkland. Love LeVon Kirkland. Number 99, biggest <laughs> middle linebacker we've ever had. What was he, about 290? No, he, he was like 270, 260. 270, yeah. two, but still a, he was 98 he's a big son of a bitch. Uh, coming over from Pittsburgh, didn't have as great of a career, uh, but he was also in the twilight of, and that was when uh, this team was just searching for some sort of middle linebacker help. Evil. And... I, I, kick ass. I always like LeVon Kirkland. I agree with Quimby. Kick ass. The Gilbert Brown of middle linebackers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say jackass. He wasn't good. I'm going to go kick ass. I'm going with kick ass. If you tried to run an ISO on that man, you were dead to, You were dead in your, in your damn tracks. <laughs> I'm kick going ass. jackass. They tried to replace Trotter, and it, it, it didn't work out. Well, that's, that's not his game. fault. Not I, his fault. I, I know, but it still didn't work it's, it's kick ass or jackass. We're going jackass. I got, I got, a, I got a quick question. So, so what the hell made uh, D'Amico Ryan's kick ass to you? Because he had tore his Achilles and were came they, back what, and he played and he was named a captain. What, what, were they winning when he was there? Good, good. Finish but you now. you answer that question by <laughs> saying the name Billy Davis. Yeah, <laughs> it was a be- it was a much better and more talented team when Kirkland was here than when Ryan's was here. Right. No, it's true. We should have won that year. Hey, uh, continuing on, Quimby, Gr- Chris Gokong. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> The easiest answer ever. Yeah, no. <laughs> really? Do we even have? Do we even have to answer that? All, right, all in unison. Jackass. All right. Well, here we go. This is trash. The last, this is the last one. And just think about the linebackers we have now. But uh, Casey Matthews. Oh, oh God. God. Really, man? Really? I can't say Trot. Bill Berge. Come on. Like our standout player on defense for the week. Mr. Duke Riley, he had beautiful hair. <laughs> Feathered and layered. Kick ass. The whole Matthews family, man, they all had wonderful hair. He'd still be the worst linebacker on this Eagles team. Jack ass. I, do I even need to answer jackass? <laughs> David Harris just saying ass. Doesn't even say yeah. jackass. I'm gonna, I'm he gonna, went from 
complete jackass to jackass to ass. I think we got a butt crack at one point. Yeah, that, that's an insult to Jack. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say something in French. Garbage. Garbage. That's French. That's the French. That's French. Uh, well, I always imagine that the Matthews uh, family holiday dinners they just pick on him relentlessly. Everyone else is like a Hall of Fame or something. Casey Matthews, obviously the runt of the litter, and he ended up with us. That's this week's kick ass or jackass. I think he's still in the league. No, he's no, not. no, no. I swear to it's God. Another, I, it's, they have another kid. Oh, yeah, oh a, really? Yes, he plays offensive line. Oh, okay. <laughs> he I plays for Atlanta. I, I thought. Hey, actually, he was in Atlanta. Or he Is that Jake Chicago. Matthews? One, yeah, Jake Matthews, yeah he's, yes. he's a beast. He's, yeah. he's a nice guard. Um, all right, so, what, Slash, how much time do we have left on this segment? About a minute 30. Oh, my God, we went through 25 minutes already? When you talk about Eagles linebackers. Time flies when you're having fun, bro. Time flies when you're not drinking. Jesus. <laughs> and when your hair looks immaculate. Yeah. Uh, I do like my quaff. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy that Sam- Samantha's joining us now. You're going to look presentable like, you know, every week now, you know? You can kiss my ass. <laughs> Straight up, no. That's not no. a part of kick-ass or jackass or moving. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> All right, you guys, look, look we're going to take a break now anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll pick this up on the, on the next segment. Coming back on Green Legion Radio, brought to you by Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, and Bud Light Seltzer. We're going to break down the offense, defense. We're going to give uh, uh, highlights from the game. We're going to talk about some standout players. And then we're going to make fun of Nate Gary. So, everybody, you guys broke up? We did. Do you find that hard to believe? You broke up with that organization across the bridge that you keep yelling about every every time the lights go down. They see me staring over there. They know they're being watched. Everybody, Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light. Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, back right after this. All right, Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light back on Fox Sports The Gambler 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. All right, guys and lady, I have to remember to do that now. Uh, let's talk statistics for this game, offense, defense, breakdown. Pretty simple. First downs, passing first downs for the Eagles, 14, Steelers 13. Rushing first downs, 4-7. to seven. We're going to give the Eagles stat first and then the Steelers stat after that. First downs for penalties. For the Eagles, two. Steelers, five. Third down efficiency, 10 for 14. 11 for 15. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty, pretty Both decent. teams. Yeah. Fourth down efficiency, Eagles 0 for 1. Pittsburgh didn't have to go for it on fourth down. Total plays, 57 to 67. Total yards, 336 to 367. Total drives, 10 on both. Yards per play, 5.9 for the Eagles, 5.5 for the Steelers. It's a little bit better getting that number up. Uh, passing yards, 242 compared to 231. Carson was 21 for 36. Not that great. Big Ben, 27 for 34. Shocker, 5.9 yards per pass, 6.6 for the Steelers. Two more interceptions to go to Carson's uh, dossier of interceptions this year. What is his touchdown-to-interception ratio right now? Uh, got <laughs> one second. Terrible. It's got it's got awful. But he's 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 leading the league in interceptions. He's thrown two per game. Two so, per game. Yeah, two per game. So. And he fumbled once. And fumbled once. Yes. So yes. You're, he's he's responsible for eleven turnovers, turnovers yes. in the first five games. Exactly. Wow. Think, yes. Uh, sacks for uh, sacks for yards lost. Carson got sacked five times for thirty four yards. Yep, and he got hit another twenty. He uh, touchdown to interception four to seven. 
Not ideal, Quimby. That's not accurate. It's that's what it says. He only here. got four touchdown passes. No, I. He has more than seven interceptions. Uh, no, no. Yeah, you know what? This, this might be through. Let me yeah, because uh, he's yeah. got he's got he's got two per game. Uh, one first down, six and nine, uh, or one sack for eight yards. Uh, it was uh, Hargrave and uh, who else teamed up on? Uh, what was it? It wasn't uh, Graham. I th- no, it wasn't Graham. But uh, hold on, we'll get to that in just a second. Sorry, I, bad radio. I don't remember. Uh, Cavs on the oh, river was, deck was, was a little too It was too Barnett. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was Barnett getting in on that one. Okay, uh, with him. Rushing attempts: sixteen for the Eagles, thirty-two for the Steelers. Shocker. But yards per rush: five point nine for the Eagles, four point three for. Uh, the Steelers now obviously there's a big run right. in there. They were like one that yeah. skews that. They yeah. average like one yard per carry besides the big run. By yeah, I mean guys. if you take away the 74 yard rushing touchdown by Miles, he had 10 rushes for six yards. Right. Yeah. yeah. They did not rush the ball, the ball well. No. no sideways never goes anywhere. Red zone efficiency three for three, three for three. Uh, penalties. Eagles nine for 84 oh, yards. God, man. I mean, and and I, I, honestly. That one pass interference on Slay, yeah, 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 that yeah. was hard. It, it was a, it was a couple of those calls over there that were ticky tacky and questionable. And it's like when you when you look at when you look at when you look at that part of the game, that's why they need to the referees need to be seen, not heard, because they were grabbing our receivers a lot, even though I felt like number thirteen, he uh, he's making a name for himself. Yeah. So, um, but I, I felt like the referee the the officiating was not yeah. Uh, turnovers two for us, one for them. Shocker. Uh, time of possession. This is what uh, we talked about last night. Yeah. 25 minutes, 17 seconds for the Eagles. 34 minutes, 43 seconds for the Steelers. That's why you run the ball, Doug. So your defense isn't on the field at the end of the game, dead-ass tired. All right? 35 minutes, the defense was on the field. 35 minutes that game. Go. Just real quick, I, we're probably going to get into this anyway, but did anybody else think that on 4th and 5, instead of kicking to trying to kick a 57-yard field goal, that we should have went for it on 4th down there? I mean, what's what's the worst going to happen? You get the first down, you're going to kill more time off the clock. You kick a field goal, you only go up, up by one, and you're going to leave three minutes on the on the clock Back with two ben. timeouts and a two-minute warning for Big Ben, and the defense couldn't stop anybody. Think you like, gotta... was, that would have been the longest field goal ever made at Heinz Field right. if he would have nailed that. And it was into the end of the end zone where Nobody, historically, nobody kicks well. Even Pittsburgh Steelers kickers. I just I didn't understand the concept of it. If you want to be big balls, Doug, and you want to stay aggressive, that right there with the time and the place. Uh, when well, you look at the grand scheme of things, uh, situational awareness comes to mind. Um, <laughs> God, it was. It, 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 this is what. Well, I, let, let's talk defense. Yeah, we, I'm, 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 okay, yeah. I'm gonna start off with yeah, defense. Yeah, and, and get it. But we started off the game pretty good. We were very aggressive. Uh, I thought I thought it was a great start. We came in and got out pretty quickly. But then, as you as you saw the game progress, you start seeing defenses that didn't make any sense to the common man. Basically, you you have got it's third and four. You're running a blitz, but you have guys lined up behind. The, uh, the behind the uh, the down mark, behind yeah. the sticks. It's like, like what the? I know you're supposed to do a flat foot read, but get in front of the stick so you know he's going to run a slant, and you need to get some sure tackling, bad bad angles, bad tackling, and then we we kill ourselves every time with with a penalty. And it's like, and Ben Ben was back there making croissants and coffee, Co- cro- <laughs> and it was just like, what what are you doing? Is that his his second French word of the evening? I love it. I <laughs> croissant, love it. <laughs> croissant is actually from Austria. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's Mr. Jeopardy. Uh, oh, Cliff Clavin. 
over here. <laughs> there you go. But we, but when you look at the defense, though, it's like three you, guys who've never been, <laughs> been in my, in my kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> well, no, but when you look at when you look at the way the defense is, the the situational awareness comes to mind immediately, especially with the play that sticks in every fan's craw right now. And all I have to say is Nate Gary. The play is like you as a. As a defender, as you, if you're the defense, you need to call timeout because Nate Gary's on the guy who's already got two touchdown passes and a touchdown rush. Now you, we gave him a fourth one right there. You literally, I just, you heard the conversation earlier today when I was I was pulling in from working out. <laughs> uh, a cop, a cop on the beat. He was riding a bike. I was teasing him because he was riding a bike over the cobblestone, and it turns out I knew him, so he was taking a picture. And he said that they, when they, if you if you look at if you look at it, he's correct too. I went back and looked at the play. You can see them seeing Nate Gary lining up on Claypool, and then when Claypool, when uh, Ben Roethlisberger sees that Claypool doesn't even know the know the play, he goes over and tells tells him out loud the play, and then, and they still didn't yes. call timeout. Nope. They didn't call timeout. It's like wait a minute, this can't be good. It, it just it just pissed me off, dude. The, the, the situational awareness thing. I heard Doug's reasoning the other day too about why he didn't call timeout because he needed to keep it in his back pocket just in case that they need to stop the clock anymore. I just think that was a terrible idea. They should have made sure that they took care of, they took they care of that are. one single play because that ended the game yeah. right there on that play, yeah. uh, especially after they kicked the extra point. So not to call timeout to time about you holding the timeout. What the hell are you gonna hold it for? Once, right. they, once they score, once they score, you don't need it no more. What's your you gonna stop the clock so you can come within two of, of losing? The hell out of here with that! It's it's like an organizational well, wide. Well, we're well, too well, smart for the too smart for their own britches. You know what I mean? All right. Well, it, on this, I, remind me to talk about that two point conversion. Okay. Yeah, right? it, yeah. Because I don't want to get on offense yet. We're on yeah. defense. Let's stay on that. But remind me yeah. of that. Well, it, well, they, it was one other thing that Is it seven o'clock yet. I don't know. No, yeah, no. 6:30. I got I to go, get online at seven o'clock to top of the hour so I get my Eagles tickets for this week. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm allowed. <laughs> you can talk into the microphone, Sam. Seven. Seven. Yeah, of course. Right in the middle of our show. Mine was 11 a.m. Well, of course, you're cooler. Uh, She's super fan, Sam. Super <laughs> Sam fan. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about one good thing on defense. We had one standout player, and I think we're going to do a standout profile for a player once a week if they do something that actually is worthy of uh, of note. And that player was actually a linebacker, Duke Riley. Uh, what do we know about Duke Riley? Third round pick out of LSU by the Falcons uh, in 2017. 75th overall. Played for the Falcons. Was slated as their starting weak side linebacker in 2018. Had a crappy season. Uh, Eagles picked him up. He was named captain of special teams last year, if you remember that. Uh, and uh, this game, 13 tackles, 7 solo. Uh, that's pretty nice numbers considering we've had absent linebackers. And, as well, he has great hair. <laughs> Feathered and You tough. move on quickly from linebacker to linebacker, don't you? I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> linebackers with hair. Kyle, cut that. <laughs> cut the that, hair? Is that allowed? No, that's a drop. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. It's a promo. That's, that's what I'm saying. Promo. Cut down. No, cut that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to get that, yeah, get that as a drop. Uh, anybody else want to talk defense? I, I, this is good. Of course, everyone's going to disagree with me, but we can all agree. Nate Gary, we don't like you. Nah, Nate Gary shouldn't be in this position. Like, what's going? The, you know, at some point, like he, he's not playing well, and no one wants him on there, and he's no one wants him here in town. But still, like, what is he doing out there? 
It's just they ignore the. Who position. else do you have? I know, and that's the point. Yeah, and that's the point. It's like we'll get into the draft a little bit later, but like they they, they went into this year with luxury picks. And they, the, the first three rounds of, of guys they take are doing nothing. And we yeah. have, and listen, I, CD Lamb or Jalen Rager, I don't know. Jalen Rager and a linebacker would be better for me than CD Lamb. Like, they're just like, oh, well, we'll take this backup quarterback. And then we're going to take a guy that hasn't played football for more than a year and a half. Ooh, and that's man. their third round pick. Who's that? And, Davion Taylor, the, the linebacker. He played. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, you get someone that yeah. that's actually contributing. But, I, you but, know. To, but to what you said, but to what you said, what what's wrong with playing Davion Taylor now instead of uh, instead of what we got? I mean, it there are responsibilities as an intern here, Samantha. You know that, right? I'm working on it. Watch it, Quimby. Watch it. Watch it. Not that. Stop. God, here we go. Not even close. But I hear you. I hear you. No, no, it's interesting that you mentioned that because me and Quimby last night was talking about the linebacker position because he was he was adamant about it, and I was like, but if you're going into the season. Like this, and you you see what's going on with the guy with the guy that's there. Why don't you just play the guy you drafted? You, you, you're gonna get fired. You might as well try everything. And they're one, three, and one. Yeah. And, and I, I, I mean, we're not a practice. We don't know what goes on there. But it's like, it's, you know, I understand the idea of linebackers are like they don't like investing a lot in linebackers. That doesn't mean they like bad linebackers. Like, do, you guys just like bad linebackers? It's like we don't want to spend as much as our defensive line or offensive line or whatever. But it's like no linebackers? That's what we're doing. Well, hey, thank God. That second round pick this year was used for Jalen Hurts. <laughs> oh yeah, so he could come in and throw one eighteen yard pass yeah, with that did absolutely nothing. Oh, that was a beauty. Yeah, was hey, hey, Quimby, they addressed as opposed, as opposed to you know putting somebody in there that might have actually not done what Nate Gary has done all season. Can you, Kenya Tyler just said they're holding on to players like they're playing Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and then and, um, true. Hey, in, a, in the conversation with uh, with with Tio. Uh, we were talk- we were talking about you know the the injuries that we that we that we have on our squad with, with the receivers and stuff. He <laughs> he blurted out. He said, um, "If they invest in their body like they invest in social media, uh, then we, we wouldn't be going through all of this." Uh, this is Grandpa Simpson yelling at the cloud. You not, know that not, not really right because there. not really because <laughs> the, the guys we're talking about haven't played this, touched the field in two years. Go, Grandpa Simpson, that play. Get your ass on the field. Earn, earn your keep, or we'll be to, or, or we'll be doing the exact same thing we're doing now. Somebody else will be taking your job, and you really will be Grandpa. I also think the big thing that that sticks in a lot of people's crawl about Nate Gary is he's not just the guy, the linebacker out there right now. He played 100% of the snaps, and he, he makes the calls in the defensive huddle. He's the guy that's in control of all of that. I mean, who else is, is Jim Swartz going to put in charge of that? You're not going to give it to Rookie. I think Sean Bradley is, is yeah. a lot more talented. Yeah, Actually, I think, I, I, I think I know he's a lot more talented. Yeah. But but not having, and you, Tank, you know this, not having the benefit of having the training OTAs yeah. and, and the mini camps and the rookie mini camps and training camp, I think a little bit right now he's he's behind the curve, and eventually at some point this season he's going to take over that spot, Diaz. Uh, it, it looks like the Eagles have this trend of, I'm calling, they should pull a Costanza. You know everything. Everything that they're doing is, is wrong. <laughs> they're not making the right move. Why don't you do this? Do the complete opposite and let the young guys play. Get more snaps. You know, tra- uh, Travis Fulgham. Where's this guy come out of? Why wasn't he playing <laughs> earlier? You can't well, identify talent. That's a great, uh, great uh, item to bring up because Travis Fulgham is our standout player on offense. We'll be talking about him on our uh, back from break. Uh, next segment here, but I do want to say one more thing. Again, number 95, 
looking to make a little bit of money before he goes to prison. <laughs> Got a house right around the corner here from the studio. Good dude. And uh, you know, hey, if you gotta if you gotta let the guy carry a firearm in a commercial airline, you guys say your apologies. Yo, Nigel, come on back, baby. Come on back because anything's better than a slop we have in the middle of the field right now. Anyway, you guys, Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light, Fox Sports the Gambler 102.5 FM. We'll be back right after this. Sports the Gambler 102.5 FM, Green Legion Radio, brought to you by Bud Light. All right, we got to get to the offense right now. Again, live at Chickies and Beats every Thursday. Chickies and Beats, South Philadelphia from 7 to 9 p.m. Join us. We'll be in the center this time. It's also oh, nice. my birthday. Ah. What's that? November 5th is also my birthday. Say it again. My birthday. Say it one more time. And say it louder. November 5th is also my birthday. There we are. Angry Sam. We like that. We need the audible. We need your audible Eagles fan voice. That's like, why I don't have a voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Green. She, scream, she screams at CSN Philly for seven and a half minutes every morning. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the offense, everybody. I suck. <laughs> we love you, man. Yeah. No. Go to hell. Um <laughs> Wow. It's it's National National Grouch Day. Leave me alone. Not Grinch. Grouch. Grouch. All right. Uh, Carson, two more picks. Yeah. One of them was absolutely abysmal. Brutal. Are we talking about the Zach Ertz one where he quit on the route after he got bumped? Well, don't let Big Dog get in on that oh, one. Oh, God. <laughs> because, you know, right now, Zach Ertz... Persona first, non grata. Uh, first <laughs> of all, you know you 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 lost your nutsack since the Super Bowl, man. Uh, seriously, yeah, you know, uh, you're fighting for yards there, but you don't fight for yards anymore. And again, I still go back to Cincinnati, 2016, when you could have laid out. Perfect, perfect. You could have laid him out. Montez and, perfect. You could have laid his ass out, and you just and, grimaced. And in the in the yeah, how about being smart about the situation? You're you're going. You're trying to get them to pay you more, and you're going up against tight ends. You, you the, the San Francisco well, game. You want to get paid is, more? Quit yeah. acting like a bitch. Exactly. But it's like you you want to get paid like the guy who you played against. We played against San Francisco. He came out and did, pretty much he was the only thing on San Francisco team that was destroying our defense. But then you come out there and you screw the pooch. You you don't get any ball. You don't get any. You don't get any yards after the catch. You go down like a ton of bricks every time somebody touches you. And then you come to this game, and it, it was like it was put it this way: it was women on Twitter calling him a bitch for the way that like that that interception. hundred percent. There we are. Hundred percent. <laughs> there we are. And it, 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 and it was just saying, the the thing is, is if you want to get paid, you don't pout and bitch about it. You go out and you make you show them why you should be paid. Grow yeah. up. Yeah. Thank you. Zach Ertz stat line for the last two weeks: two catches, fifteen yards. Last two weeks. Total. Wow. It's tough to fight for yards when you don't have the ball in your hand. So, Well, you got to get open first there, Gobbler. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The Gobbler report. <laughs> Can't well, fight for yards if you don't have the football. Well, how about, get how about, open. How about, yeah, I was going to say, how about you actually when the ball is thrown to you, act like you want the damn thing. Yeah. It was like, it was, fight it was, for it. It was one play where it, he, didn't even, he didn't even make an effort. I, I, if I was on that team, I would kick him square in his ass. Because you don't, you don't put... You don't do that. Rochambeau, I, I would. I just walk up to him and kick him in his nuts. He, it's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing out there? It's like we got all these young, young people, and we try, we try to build something here, and you bitching and moaning about your contract. 
And, and you can tell his body language says it all. He's not into it. It's like if you're not going to be into it, sit your ass down. It's like he said, we only get, we only get one, try, one, one try at this. One try at this. I got you. Russ, yeah. Russ well, we Taylor can... said offense is offensive and that Juilliard's is clearly the superior athlete right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Russ. Russ. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about, uh, our, uh, well, Jordan Mylot to watch. Yes. How do you look? Uh, awesome sauce. Hey. He looked he strong. But he's still part of an offensive line that gave up five sacks for 34 yards. But two of those, two to three of those sacks was because somebody stood back there and created a cup of coffee, slow brewed. No croissant? He, not, croissant? Not, not a croissant. He, uh. he went for the flake biscuits that take 12 <laughs> to 16 minutes to, <laughs> 16 minutes to brown. <laughs> And Tag's doing a lot of prep before the shows. And, uh, Baking. And it, buttery like, you see, he hasn't eaten the way he's used to in the last couple of weeks. Now but he's you, just thinking about it. But you see, he's but got you, the pop-ups <laughs> above his head. about <laughs> Pillsbury Doughboy. But when you, but when you look at it, it even when the, it, we have a lot, he had a linebacker called the game, Jonathan Vilba. He's like, man, he's holding that ball a long, a long time. It's like, and then you look at the other side, they're making quick decisions. And they, and then they're making quick and timely decisions. And when they, and when they do move, they move in a timely fashion to throw the ball. He's moving after after somebody has clipped him from him standing back there three to four seconds. A defensive line had, says you have one, one 1,000, we're supposed to be on your ass. One 1,000, that's how, that's how fast we're supposed, because somebody is supposed to make, win fast, point blank. Did you play with Vilma? Oh, uh, yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah. 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 yeah, I thought. He came down and kicked uh, Seminole out. <laughs> <laughs> Tank, did you study the tape to see if a lot of that was because of the coverage? Like nobody was open? Did you, did you watch it? Well, watching it, you can see that he was kind of staring Zach down, but I, think, I don't know if he knows that Zach's heart's not in it. And it's like, I don't, I don't, sometimes I don't know where the hell he's looking. Sometimes he's looking and it's clear to see that the coverage is, has equated you to only go to your running back and you have a dynamic running back. If you throw it to the running back like Ralph Thrip, everybody's dropping. He'll have room to run for days. And it's like you, and he's holding, 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 and it's too late to throw it to him because now, now that the rush is on his ass. It's it's, uh, it's 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 I think he's regressing point point blank and he, and he missed two deep two deep passes that he should have hit because it, it's like when, when you hit those that's when the defense loses up and the run works and then the play action works it's got to be a balance good things Mazel Mazel <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta, you, gotta you gotta hold him out you know I, I keep him on a leash I think he's looked better in the last couple of weeks what's that I think he's looked better in the last couple of weeks who that who Carson Nah, he's regressed no. If you, if you, I don't if you, think he's regressed, but he's not I think getting he's, better. To me, to me, he's regressing because because he, no, he's, he's making he's making throws, but he's still making stupid mistakes. But he, he's also missing throws, and it, it, with him with him the way he is, he's a rhythm thrower. And if you know that as a coach, you need to get him in that rhythm. No, I disagree because you and I are going to argue all day long that we have to run the ball. Uh, more. I know, but run the ball. But, but no, no, but his rhythm, his rhythm is part of the run. When when he's running and and they're, and they're playing, not him running the ball, not him running the ball but when you run the ball you get him into it and so when his play action is working when all that is working for him and everything is working those deep passes come and you can see you can see the touch on him you can see the confidence he has and then it's a, and that's that's pretty much what i see i see him regressing where he misses frank reich well de filippo frank reich no he missed he missed frank point yeah, blank right. de filippo was here for a hot second but frank reich was everybody misses man. frank reich yes <laughs> who'd have thought you'd ever say that in philadelphia <laughs> let's talk about a standout player on offense because we did have one and a lot of people don't know anything about this guy travis fulgham mm. all right what do we know he went to odu old, old dominion, dominion. 
Uh, the, what's that? The Colonial, Colonial Athletic Colonial Athletic League. That's, that's Drexel. That's Drexel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. walked on. Huh? He was a walk on. He, he was a walk on. Yep. Uh, he was drafted by the Detroit Lions in the sixth round. I think uh, his senior season at ODU, he had a thousand eighty-nine yards for nine touchdowns. You know, stud. He had eight in his uh, in his sophomore year. He, had, he lost some production in his junior year. He only had one touchdown and was about three hundred and ninety yards. I think he was injured uh, for a portion of that season. But uh, you know, you don't think of anything coming out of the uh, the CAA <laughs> that. Uh, no, just don't. Just don't. No, no. Fun fact. Okay. Uh, in the dra- in draft world, whatever, he was considered the J.J. Ortega Whiteside oh, of the no! CAA. That's what they compared him to before we before the draft. That's oh, my hysterical. lord! Hysterical. Uh, so he was picked up by Detroit, sixth round, hundred eighty fourth overall pick in two thousand nineteen. This just last year, uh, they waived him. He actually played in in his first game against the Buccaneers last year. Detroit uh, versus Tampa. Didn't have any catches. Green Bay picked him up on August 10th and then waved him again on August 18th. We picked him up. Ready for this stat? All right. Ready for this stat? This will chap your ass. Uh, (laughs) We've talked about how the Eagles just never have great, great receivers, right? He's only the 11th. Eagle receiver in history to catch 10 passes for more than 150 yards in one game. It's wild. How crazy is that? I think I saw something the other day. Harold Carmichael never did it. Quick never did it. Quick did it. They, I'm pretty sure. Was Quick one of them? I, I, think so. I, I thought I saw I, it on I, Twitter. Could be, I could be wrong, but I remember because we did a special diva show. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Oh, remember that? Yeah, he, uh, back, he's a, pretty much he was the last one. Oh, no. no they said it was, it was Carmichael... Uh, was it uh, Retzlaff and Quick? None of them ever had a game where they had ten and one fifty. Really? Yeah. And then you see, and then across the across the line is Pittsburgh, who just drafts anybody and they turns them into these elite receivers. Like every year, every year they find receivers, and they never draft anybody in the first round. This that, is a yeah. this is a great question since Sam's yeah. not doing her job. From Joyce Belcher. Joyce actually has a great question. Yeah, it's actually a good one. It has nothing to do with Hollis and his manhood. (laughs) Shall we keep Alshon and Deshaun on the bench even when they are cleared? I saw this question yesterday. I think someone asked it on your Get Tanked Happy Hour. But I I, I don't think we're going to have to worry about that much long uh, because... Much much longer because Alshon and Deshaun are going to go right back to the bench. We're going to rest them. And they're going to go right back to the bench. So they'll get hurt the minute they come on. They're old. We should have never relied on them to, to think that they would be meaningful contributors to this team. Anybody else have anything to add to that? No, he's absolutely right. We should have never <laughs> there you go. DS Nation accepts a new them. member. We should not, let's not go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes! In your face! In your face! <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, we're going to come out top of the hour. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball, uh, how John Middleton continues to stick his head straight up his ass. And, yes, and I don't care if you hear that. I don't care if it gets back to you. Whatever. You're an idiot. Uh, Yeah, straight up. Uh, We'll also get a little bit into the gloat LeBron James, not the goat LeBron James. And we'll talk a little bit more Eagles. we got plenty to talk about still the rest of this show. Back at the top of the hour, Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light. Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM. Back right after this. 
Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM. Yes, everybody, it's time for Ding Ding Ding, The Sack Attack. This week's episode starts now. Well, let's let's go ahead and we'll break down the uh, the current playoff format right now for Major League Baseball as the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers are playing in Texas, Arlington, Texas, right now in the National League Championship Series. Um, as you guys know, until November fifth, we are recording on Wednesdays. So if you are following the game just like we are, uh, it's twelve nothing Dodgers. So if you bet the under, you're screwed. Uh, but <laughs> Uh, but in the series right now, the Dodgers are uh, behind in the series. After tonight, it'll probably be 2-1. Two, two, uh, the Dodgers' offense has exploded since the ninth inning on uh, of Game 2. And it looks like the American League Championship Series is going to be sh- coming to an end quite shortly, if not Wednesday night. 3 uh, nothing is the series right now for the Tampa Bay Rays, who are looking to get to their second-ever World Series. Um, obviously, we all know the first one, which they lost to us in 5 in 2008. Uh, so the Astros are going to be going home, which we'll all take after their cheating scandal, <laughs> and none of us wanted to see that anyway. Uh, now, if we're going to talk a little bit of Phillies here, I, I told Quimby I wasn't going to take too much of our time here tonight uh, talking about baseball because I know everybody wants to talk Eagles, and I kind of want to hear how Diaz is going to kiss LeBron James's ass, uh, which I'm going to be highly disappointed, but I'm going to be smacking him around about. Uh, today, the Phillies, the Phillies just continue to do stupid things and surround themselves with stupid people because you can allow, <laughs> thank you, you can allow a no talent ass clown like Matt Klentak to stick around in an organization who has done nothing but bury your minor league farm system and your major league t- roster in pretty hey much. Hey, Sanchez, Goony Goo Goo! <laughs> your, your major league roster in financial hell because you can go up against the luxury tax and you refuse to go over it. Now, whether that's a Klentak thing, money. a McPhail with an F thing, mm. or a John Middleton thing. Because you won't go over the luxury tax. You do. You guys know that if you go over the luxury tax the first time and you go over by $15 million, it's a $3 million penalty. So it's like you're paying 218 for 215 Correct. Right. All right. So if you do that, but if you want the following year, you can go back below the luxury tax and reset. But my man, John Middleton, continues to cry poor after I torched you last week, John. And I'm going to do it again here tonight. Because you want to know, you want to know something I heard earlier? And sure, just go. real quick on, yes. that, on, that, on the salary cap or the, sal- the luxury tax situation. Right. I believe there's going to be a salary cap expert available after this football season. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he just can't evaluate talent just like Matt Clentac uh, okay. either. So. Uh, when, when is the last time the Phillies had somebody who could t- evaluate talent? Mike Arbuckle, Arbuckle and Arbuckle. Pat Gillick. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so I, I look at it like this, John, and this actually gives me a great deal of pleasure. The cardboard cutouts that people purchased this year, they donated $320,000 to Phillies charities uh, for what the fans did this year. I really I, I, I kind of want to know what the name of the charity that you're going to donate that to, John, because with the way you're hemorrhaging and losing money, quote-unquote, as you like to put it, I like to think that maybe that charity is the John Middleton Wallet Foundation because obviously you're losing too much money this year. And, and I'm going to continue to take some shots at you here, John, because what you did today to Jim Jackson ah. is a flat-out disgrace because Jim Jackson... <laughs> 
is one of the true good guys in this city. And I'm going to read a portion of his statement that Jim Jackson had put out in regards to his time with the Phillies that actually is two subtle, subtle shots at you and your organization, John. So why don't we start out with this? So Jim goes, I'm told I'm a, quote, luxury the organization can no longer afford in such uncertain times, end quote. And how about this one? This one right here is the kicker for you, John. David Montgomery gave me the opportunity to be a part of the Phillies, ba- the Phillies baseball all those years ago. It lasted longer than either of us could possibly have expected it to. In all honesty, for me, it hasn't really been the same since David left the scene. Who took over after David Montgomery had to relinquish his duties, John? That's right. You, the fake and phony George Steinbrenner wannabe. You continue to say how you want that damn trophy back and you'll do anything you can to get it. John, I haven't seen a damn thing that says otherwise. And you're going to go into this offseason and cry poor. I don't even know if you're going to, I don't even know if you have it in you to go out and try and find a new general manager, John. I don't know if that's what you want to do because you continue to say that people don't want to up and root, up and root and, and move in the, in the times that we're in right now with COVID. No. But, but there's 30. Yeah, general, they will for three more million. Th- there's 30. <laughs> general manager positions. It's just like I can't stand it when people say, who's going to take that job? Somebody that's actually motivated to do better with their lives and to actually seek an opportunity for, for a position that not many people get the chance to hold. Well, let's be honest. All right. Unfortunately, Middleton has created a culture here right now where I don't even know who would want to come here. Case in point, JT Realmuto. Yep. All right. We all know. We all know his camp said, no, why, 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 why play there? Why? And let's be honest. Now that you don't have that general manager position, all right, you have who's the slack? Interim general manager, Ned Rice. Yeah. Matt Clintac's right-hand man for five years. I can't wait to see how (laughs) Ned negotiates JT Real Muto's free agent contract offer. Hopefully he does something better than Ned Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sick and tired of hearing the old, the same old narrative with the Phillies because we, we look at it right now, and I, I read some of what, what you had posted last night on your post, Quimby, about the Dodgers and the Braves, and somebody had said, what, they've actually been relevant? And, and really, they're right. We've, we have been non-existent as a Major League Baseball franchise since the early part of the last decade. That's John. Uh, that's Josh Ennis, our good friend down in Houston. What's yep. up, Josh? Josh. Uh, he, uh, and I want to I want to explain that so people know. Yeah. All right. Relevant as uh, as compared to expectation. All right. This season we were expecting to actually do better than we had. We were expecting we, playoffs. We were expecting at least a playoff spot. You got rid of all that trash that you've had for the last few years. You got rid of that trash at third base. You got rid of that. Uh, 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 Captain Coconut Oil trash you got ca- of a manager. You got rid of your awful uh, uh, strikeout king in center field. You got rid of all that garbage. And you have a great lineup now. Of course, yeah, you didn't address the bullpen situation. Oh, God. Okay. Well, how's it feel now? Uh, but all that being said, uh, they were expected to do something. So they were relevant. And within 40 games... They became irrelevant again. And they even had an opportunity to get to the playoffs and lose seven of their last eight. The whole last week. Yes. All they had to do was win one more one ball game. One game. 
One I more. Can, I can hear uh, Joe Girardi as his uh, the pitch count of the start pitcher went up. Town said <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got about a pound of Aunt Betty's nut butter. No, <laughs> it's like every time he had to go to the bullpen, I know he was like, "Ah oh, man, here we go again." <laughs> he said nut butter, right? <laughs> yeah, nut butter. That's nut butter. Somebody's got about a pound of Aunt Betty's nut butter. Before I kick it over to Diaz, uh, I just want to wrap this up real fast, and I appreciate you guys giving me the time to talk a little bit of baseball here. The, the thing that frustrates me, guys, is I, I, I look at I look at the Phillies, who used to be a relevant Major League Baseball franchise um, across the country. I mean, we we for the better part of the early part of this century, uh, you know, say what you will, from 2001 until 2011, the Phillies were a top five Major League Baseball franchise, top five, and it's all gone for not and all gone to hell. And it's been beyond frustrating as a baseball fan to have to sit through the last nine years of complete and utter crap. And we have nothing to show for it. We had a first overall draft pick in Mickey Moniak. And the guy and, and I gotta listen to John Middleton say last week on his on his conference call about how nobody else in the 2016 draft really panned out. How about the the Atlanta Braves number two right now in the postseason, Ian Anderson? Yeah, he went number three overall. Could you imagine adding that guy to your to your? No, short why would rotation? you do that? Let's uh, yeah. wait, no. I, I, Let's get I'd, I'd rather draft somebody best. you used to get the football out of the sewer. Um, here is here is the kick in, in, in the nuts with this one. All right, I think we can all agree. After 2011, the reason why the Phillies started to become irrelevant was they had aging players with contracts that were given too much money and they couldn't move. Correct. Uh, no, no, they could have moved them, but we have to keep Chase Utley. We have to keep Jimmy. Everyone loves him. We what? no, no, they, okay, they oh, should have been traded oh, three oh, years early. Oh, okay, either way, either way, the decision came from the general manager position, who, once this team was now slotted to become relevant, has to come back as a color analyst. <laughs> it's like Matt Millen. He's actually he's Ruben Amaro. He actually does a pretty good job. I don't give I don't a care. damn. Yeah. Get out. You're the reason this team was irrelevant for five years, and I do not give a single solitary shot. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was, I, was, I wanted to use a different vowel. That's your back. I don't care about your knowledge. I'd rather listen to Tom McCarthy than see your face in this organization again, Ruben Amaro. <laughs> to be fair. No, no, let's not be fair. Hold on, no. hold on, hold on. Hold when has when this, this show I, ever I, been I, fair? I'm going to be fair here because, listen, I want it, Raj. I want it, Ruben Amaro Jr. fired. That's just it. like, I want <laughs> Yes, I made him drink. <laughs> listen, I want a Ruben gone just like everybody else wanted Ruben gone. But yeah. Ruben did exactly what all of you wanted him to do after they won the World Series. He traded away the prospects to keep the run going. If he didn't trade for Cliff Lee, then you don't get back to the World Series. If you don't now, the, the one, my one move that I still have a problem with Rube is the fact that he traded Cliff, Cliff Lee when he traded for Roy Holiday. But we, we depleted our farm system. We needed we, new, new listen, new man. Your, your farm farmers. system was going to be depleted regardless, and, <laughs> and there was only two guys that actually ever became anything out of that: Carlos they, Carrasco and Travis Darno. They, 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 they did the same thing again. Sixto Sanchez is like a good. Well, good yeah, that, that's because that's because they <laughs> thought they were a lot closer than they actually were. Oh, but God. you know, you can't cry poor, John Middleton, if you go out and you spend three hundred thirty million dollars on Bryce Harper, and then you're not going to surround him with the requisite pieces to be successful. But the, but the, going back to Ruben real quick, he made those deals to keep the run going. I Roy, left, so Roy, I didn't Roy, have to listen to Roy Oswald and Hunter Pence. And then what happened was is they did what the Eagles are doing right now. 
They fell in love, and they wanted to try and sustain that championship run that they had, and they kept the guys who were older, they kept them around and kept signing the new deals, or they had them on, on high-money deals, and they didn't trade them away when they could. And, Hollis, how long does that Super Bowl run last for a team once they win one? Once they win one, everybody starts picking your, picking your team apart. Two, Literally, maybe three two, years. Two, maybe three, three years tops. So and it's all shot to hell right now you, for the birds. It's the same thing. If, you're not, if you don't know how to retool, uh, normally you get fired, and uh, and it, like you just saw, Dan Quinn got fired. He, he got fired. Him and, uh, we didn't bring his name up, by the way. I know we didn't because he looks really he looks sexy, real right sexy now. as a defense coordinator currently. Uh, but it's like when you, when you when you look at the grand scheme of things, at, at some point you have to learn how to evaluate talent and quit li- and quit listening to every to all the all the people who don't have a damn job. Who don't have a damn job in doing what you're doing? You have to actually actually evaluate talent. Go and look at the person and know that when you see a winner, don't just stay go on baseball. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, in baseball too. In baseball too. It's not it's talent in general. It's like you, you just uh, it's always it always happens like that. You need you need like to, the Mickey Moniac. Right. You, you you need to know when to move on from your guys. Unfortunately, Howard got had that catastrophic injury. He was never the same after that, and that's when his extension kicked in. But like, look at the Cardinals. Just for a quick example, real fast. Okay, 2011, they win the World Series. They go on to win the World Series, and franchise icon Albert Pujols, they just let him go. Okay, hey, you want to go to L.A.? And he had no, play, he's had no career. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't the same guy. Well, they well, realized that. They made it to the playoffs once with him on that contract. Don't talk about anybody else on that team. Keep going. But they, <laughs> they, re, they retooled, and they were back in the World Series two <laughs> years later in 2013. Sure, sure. So, Diaz. Uh, you, you were right. That, you know, they were one of these top five. But I think it's also because there's an age d- difference. Quimby's lived here his whole life. Samantha, I, I, you're not as old as, as, as dinosaurs as we are. The Phillies were always kind of terrible, dude. They were always bad. <laughs> they were 93 was great, but like since I started paying attention to baseball and like 85, 86, they weren't they good. Had, they had a 10 I hear you, run. but they weren't good. Like this is Middleton said it himself. Their problem is throughout the entire decades, what, 14 decades of the, of the history of the team, they have not been able to evaluate talent well. It's just it's like they had this one nice burst at the end of the 90s, beginning of the turn of the century that got that championship team and that was kind of it. They, Thank you, Ed Wade. That was it. That's all well, they did. Well, to, to, to and he only went to Houston and got them a title. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was the beginning of the 90s. Uh-huh. End of the 90s. Like 99, no, 2000. No, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 93. 93? Because I went to that game. Yeah. <laughs> but 93, we're talking about the, the, the sustained success they had at the early part of this decade. 93 was like a blip in the plan. Okay. Blip in the pan. Mm. When they came back after the strike, they that they stunk from 95 to what? 01, 02. 2000. And then they, they, they missed the playoffs by two games and went in division in 2001. Well, I, um, I don't know the pain because I grew up in St. Louis. And before you take years oh, old, here you goes. Here it goes. A World Series, but to to help you out there, they they've been relevant in each uh, in each decade. Uh, they had the collapse of '64. They, then they what seventy right. something, seventy seventies. They were good at the end. Seventies at the end. Are you trying to you trying to piss me off? No, nah, I'm just saying. I've seen more World Series championships. Trying to get, trying to get me what? You'll ever think about. I'm just saying. Good, okay. good things, Mazel Mazel. Right. But Snake <laughs> wearing his St. Louis Cardinals hat and jersey right now. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. It's like and that when I when I when I did when I um when I critique the team and criticize the team is because of of what I. I've seen over there. I watch. Hey, bo- dude, I watched Bruce Suter. I don't know if you guys remember. He knows who Bruce Suter is. Of course, I do. Yes, I watched him. I used to watch him warm up because my dear old dad sold ice cold beer here. <laughs> so it was, uh, this, it was great. Real, real fast. I do want to bring up one thing completely relevant to the Phillies before uh, we move on to the gloat, and it's uh, 
It's that Alex Donahue is uh, listening and watching in the show right now. And I beat you, sucker. You owe me 20 bucks. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty much wrapped up on baseball talk, guys. I would love to kick this over right now to Mike Diaz and L- the gloat. Show him some respect right now. First off, I don't know how I got tasked with this. I'm not like some huge LeBron backer, but I recognize greatness when you see it. No, but you're the NBA knee pads. No, no, no. Listen, listen. LeBron, LeBron is annoying. He's a big dad dork, but he's freaking good. And he's what 35 years old. I mean, there's no, there's no slowing him, no slowing him down. What I like to focus on here, the Lakers, more specifically Lakers fans. Cowboys fans are pretty bad. Mets fans are terrible. But Lakers fans are the worst. Aren't they Cowboys fans, too? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yankees fans, too. You see that? It's it's, it's it's amazing. It's kind of of weird that you mention that because uh, the Cowboys, for some odd reason, go out to... uh, to Los Angeles and, and uh, Oxnard, and, yeah, 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 and uh, at practice during a uh, training camp, and I, I, I still wonder why we we still always talk about them and they've been mediocre at best since 1995. Yeah, the, uh, well, that's the Cowboys. I mean, the La- <laughs> these Lakers fans too. Hey, here, here's a newsflash. This is something that worked that well in the Lakers' favor, only because LeBron James wanted to play in L.A. The Lakers tanked. They tanked for as long as the Sixers did. It's it's fact. They picked second overall three years in a row. They were like a top. They were picking in the top ten of the draft for like six straight years. They were bad. They were terrible, and they tanked because they didn't want to give us our first round pick, well, which which we got anyway. But it's like people totally. Oh, the Lakers. That's the way to do it. That's a change. I'm like they did the same thing. LeBron wanted to go to L. A. Everyone knows he wanted to go to L. A. And they used all the crap that they got and traded for Anthony Davis. Uh, Joyce Belcher just said, save it for ice to shorts. Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah, I saw it. We're, we're not acknowledging that, uh, Joyce. We're, we're on a somewhat hiatus here. We're in transition. The studio is being broken down and being built up in another area. Lou wants to hear uh, Diaz recognize Jimmy Butler's. Oh, I will. Jimmy hold on, Butler. Hold on, hold, on, hold on a second. I want you to actually say that in the microphone now. In the microphone. Louis. In the microphone and loud. We call him Louise. <laughs> I can't do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Lou wants to hear Diaz recognize Jimmy Butler's greatness. Recognize Jimmy Butler's greatness. All he does is care about winning, and he goes out. Was that the uh, 44 minute, the 5 for 10 for 12 points in a closeout game? Louise, is that it? Is that the Jimmy Butler? Listen, Jimmy Butler played way better down the stretch than I thought he was. All the credit they want, they're good. They're not bad. They finished the game above the Sixers. Let's not say, oh my God, look at Jimmy Butler. He's just so. Jimmy Butler takes large. Time out of the season to just sit around and do nothing. He can't shoot threes. He's very aggressive, and he's got that. He's a jerk. He's a jerk everywhere Ooh. he goes. You and it's a jerk off. We're okay here. It's it's. He's, say he's on else. a five year. He's on a five year deal. Like he is going. It's go. It's going to end poorly, Louise. It's going to end poorly. You know it is. Something's going to happen. And he doesn't like the way this guy does things because Jimmy Butler's got all this experience about winning. He was five for ten for twelve points in forty four minutes in a close game. Minus eighteen. The the Heat lost by thirteen. He was a minus eighteen. He's a minus. Minus attitude, minus player, and that's all I got to say about that. Uh, I just want to know where, where, were, where were the Sixers at when we were watching the play? I hear you. The Sixers were, yeah, and were then, and, and vastly disappointing. It was, it was oh, okay. It was, uh, it was another thing too. It was like he was actually playing, and he played past the second round. 
And you, uh, uh, we, you keep on, we let, we let him go. And one of the reasons he, he said he left because he didn't know who the hell was in charge here. You're right. And that, and, and, that, they, and they didn't seem like they were trying to win. 100% the problem with the Eagles, the Phillies, and most especially the Talk about the Sixers. Listen, listen, Jimmy Butler go wasn't the problem. It's what they did with the money that, that Jimmy Butler absence created. Signing Horford, Tobias Harris. I mean, it's, it wasn't a good idea. You didn't need, Jimmy Butler. The Sixers were better without Jimmy Butler. They were, be- they were what? Be- they were. They had the best. They had the best lineup in the league when it was Covington, Sharich, and Reddick. But what's true? Do? What was the difference between the Sixers and Lakers? The Lakers. You said they tanked. They drafted players. They flipped them for players that they kept instead of <laughs> instead of instead of the Sixers making draft picks and holding on to them for too long, and then they eventually get rid of them for star players that they have for half a season. You're absolutely right, but it's also a carousel. But, LeBron, but LeBron wanted to go. To, Lakers didn't do anything special. LeBron wanted they to won. live in can, L.A. Yeah, can, can we be honest here, real fast? As okay. soon as Anthony Davis. Went over there. That was all Thank she you. wrote. And the only reason why he wanted to go there was because, because LeBron was there. His it. agent is Clutch Sports, which represents LeBron. It's actually LeBron's agency. And so, like, and, and really in reality, he only said that he would pretty much sign an extension with the Lakers if he never hit free agency. So, like, I look at this. Like LeBron, seriously? Like people want to talk about the goat man? Screw that! Crap. He's no MJ, but I give no. him props. Six for... and zero in the finals, baby. As compared build to build around the six. players, not the coach. Mm, interesting. And to wrap this all up, the Lakers didn't do anything special but win. Who's next? Green Legion Radio, brought to you by Bud Light, Fox Sports, The Gambler, one hundred two point five FM. We will be back for more of this hysterical banter after this. Jimmy sucks. Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light. Also, Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, hey, I have a, a really great idea. Alex Donahue uh, slash gave us this uh, idea during the break. That $20 that you want from me, give it to John Middleton. He needs it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> give it to John Middleton. Alex just sent it right to the Phillies. Care of Green Legion Radio. Say, here's $20 from a bet that was lost, and tell them we said you need it more than we do. Start playing the uh, Sarah McLaughlin ASPCA music. Yeah. See if we get a dog with three legs on your on the front of the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're moving on from the Phillies, but like, what, what Middleton's got to worry about is fan apathy. Because people are just going to be like, screw these guys. I don't care. I'm done with them. You know? I've been done with them. And as soon as... All right. If you're going to spend stupid money, mm-hmm. all right, I get the Bryce Harper signing, all right, but you have to, you can't win without pitching in this league. Oh, I'm God. sorry. Uh, it, it well, they have the, spent money on pitching. It's just not, it's no, not no. on the on the field. I mean, real pitching, real pitching. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, if you're going to draft pitching, I'm sorry. I, you know, I think you go after Garrett. Uh, you you spend more money than the Yankees to get the number one pitcher. If you're going to spend stupid money, all right, then then own up. Own up. And there is nothing about Garrett Cole that was a risk. All right, he's a young stud. He's going to be great for a long time. 
Bring him. Put your money where your mouth is. Otherwise, shut up because I'm tired of hearing it. Anyway, around the league, let's go. Yes. (laughs) Again, Dan Quinn. Fire. Hold on. You got to bring up Vince McMahon. (laughs) Yeah. And and Dimitrov. You always tell me to bring up clips, you know, during the show. Because the good news is you're fired. But not for uh, me. Dan, no, that was that was Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn and Dimitro. Yeah. I think Dan Quinn's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, he's looking. Because Jim Schwartz him. is not the skunk. Yeah, God. The skunk. Uh, I just love that little white stripe that he has. Situation. White stripes. Should we call him Pepe Le Pew? Pepe. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. Now, I understand why that part of Looney Tunes is not on, because that's sexual assault left and right. <laughs> <laughs> that was about that. that was, All day. That was an unwanted. Yeah, the ca- yeah, the unwanted, cat that gets the that yeah, gets the, 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 the paint. And yeah. that, that and unwan- unwanted <laughs> sexual advances yes. is what that's called. Yes. Uh, you had to go uh, uh, sexual harassment panda. Could they even okay. have cartoons? <laughs> like kids can watch like Looney Tunes. Like, is there anything? There's not one Looney Tunes. No, 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 there is Boomerang, baby. Yeah, my, Boomerang. my oldest watches it all the time. I Loves it. Looney Tunes. But it's it's because not appropriate. It's not that it's not appropriate. It's that I think the the way that it's implied, I think it's better to, for you to figure it out. And, and the way the way things the way things right now, the way they do things right now is right in your face. Yeah. Holy mackerel! In the face! In, in the, the face, face! In the face! Well, keep in mind, they got rid of "Baby, It's Cold Outside" because of what the, well, I got what the message was in that. So <laughs> yeah, you won't hear that on on the holiday. <laughs> but WAP's av- uh, WAP's available uh, on that, iTunes. That's that's that's, that's WAP. Hey, What's honestly, with the with Opie and Anthony not being on the air anymore, I really was thinking we move our show to Wednesdays or get the bumper sticker and we bring back Whip Em Out Wednesday. <laughs> right, free bumper stickers. Green Legion Radio, Whip Em Out Wednesday. We're so off the rails. We are. All right, let's, let's pull back. Dak Prescott. In all fairness, uh, had a compound fracture myself in, in high school. It is not an injury you want to go through. And... For that, as a human being, I feel really bad for him. Uh, for a Dallas Cowboy, I, I still kind of feel bad for him. However, I do want to point out, you were a little too greedy, and you just lost millions. Mil- no, no, no. Tank, how much do you think? He lo- he t- they offered him a contract of $179 million. He was on the contract this year for $31 million. So you subtract... Uh, thirty-one million from one hundred and seventy-nine. That's what he lost. You can say what you want, but that was Gar- on the, the table. Gar- that guaranteed the gar- money the guaranteed- that'll never be on that table the, again. The guaranteed money. This is the guaranteed money. He was probably going to get guaranteed a hundred million to keep him quiet. And so you you can say what you want, but it's like you when you bet on yourself in that nature, you look like a greedy idiot. It's a joke. You're not that good. Go ahead. Well, if I can, I'll play devil's advocate over here. Next year, what they'll probably do is offer him the the the. Um Franchise, uh, tag? franchise tag again. He gets mm. he gets thirty eight million for one year. Right? No, because the, why? Because who are we afraid of right now? Andy Dalton. Okay. And as soon as he got in the game, remember when we had this argument at, uh, earlier? When you talk about he's, he he should he should hold out. No, we like them because they're stupid, and, th- and this is and this is a, this is the reason why. When Andy Dalton got in the game, you saw them bring him back for the victory. <laughs> Man, 
You are one pathetic loser. And they were talking about it was for Dak. But if you saw the way he orchestrated that and he made quick, decisive decisions, I'm more afraid of him than I am of Dak. Put it that I, way. Got, I understand what you're saying, but what will happen to Dak, most likely, and listen, don't hold, don't hold me to exactly this, he, he signs the franchise tag for one more year, okay? Or they let him walk. He wanted less years. He didn't, the reason he didn't sign that deal is because it was too long for him, because the new contract is going to be negotiated in a couple of years. Listen, the franchise tag, though, isn't going to stay what it was this year, though. Remember, there's a percentage that goes on top of it after you sign another franchise tender. 120%, sir. And, which, which and I think put, it's going to go down based on... No, no. no. It's, it's, no it's, he's going to go up to about 40 $45 no, million. It's 39. Oh, it's 40 to 45 I'm sorry. It's I was off 39. Yeah, 39. For you one really, year. You really want to spend that on a guy that's coming off a compound fracture? They might let him see what he can get, else, get elsewhere in the market and then sign him to a lesser deal when he doesn't come back. And and this is what I will tell you before you utter the idiosyncrasies that you're out of your mouth, is that they don't care. They, we were negotiating. It's business, not personal. Yeah, we understand you want all that cheese, and you, you were in a position to do that. But you screwed the pooch, and you and you bet on yourself, and you lost. You rolled snake eyes. Boom, shakalaka, number one. I, I hear what you You didn't let me finish the whole thing. If they let him walk because they don't want to franchise tag him, and they don't want to give him $150 million guaranteed or whatever the case may Why be, would we? he'll go to the Bears. He'll go... He'll He'll go somewhere. Like he, he will be in demand. He will be fine. What? Jason thinks they're in front of the microphone. Another, Jason thinks they're going to look for another QB. QB. Yeah, they that's what, that's start what, looking. Yeah, and it, because you have all those young guys, you have all those pieces in place that they, that they have in place. Hey, watch! They're going to show. Watch. Andy Dodd is going to show them during the regular season what what their team looks like with a quarterback who makes quick decisions. Now when you now when you when you when you look at when you look at the grand scheme of things, what the hell? They don't owe him nothing. I don't they were negotiating. So. They were they don't owe him nothing. I agree. I just like oh this, he, he's lost hundreds of millions of dollars. He hasn't. He'll yes, be fine. Yes, he has. His next yeah. deal will be will be north of a hundred million dollars. Why? Why? Because oh, it will oh, be. Because that's because teams why, are dumb. Why would why would why would somebody sign him because he doesn't have a pedigree? Why would he why does would, have a pedigree? He's what won, is it? He's won like forty three games his four, first four years. He was, he's never missed a game until this one injury. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to be in demand it's a like, horrific injury i hear you he's gonna be in demand he'll stop i guarantee you that, that here I'll, I'll, well i don't even know what we bet drinks or a steak dinner we or something bet, like we, that we can bet something, then of course this, you'd have this, to eat the steak dinner but, with me and i don't this, know if that's but this is what i this is what i'll tell you about the nfl the nfl is not like what you that that crap that you talk about because it's somebody it's somebody at college that's waiting to come to take your job that's why you seize the moment that's why when you when you look at it when you look at the way things work in the nfl our contracts are not guaranteed only the guaranteed money is guaranteed and when you have an opportunity to get the type of money that he was due you seize it because of moments like this things happen it's not it's not this is not basketball this isn't baseball this isn't soccer soccer guy or, or ping pong so it, this is <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a I, I hear what you're saying. He is going to sign a deal that's worth north of $100 million. Not as much as before, which you're, you're He's correct. He's going to sign a one-year deal tops to prove himself. Well, that if, would be if, the franchise if, tag. If that. I have something to say that. What you just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. 
May God have mercy on your Really looking ass. forward to be proven right again. It's so, it's so tired. I keep I talking about that with your fantasy picks. I know. If Andy Dalton comes out this year and does well, mm-hmm. he's making $3 million this year. What's Dallas's biggest weakness? Defense. Don't you mm-hmm. think they'd want to have that, what, $35 million to add on defense? You think? <laughs> you ran out, Doc. Yeah, I hear you. I agree. He's going to be fine. Some what other was, team will sign him. What was the deal that Dalton signed? One year, one year, three million. Just one year, three million. That's all it is. Wow. And he has nothing to lose. I mean, he can go to who? He can go to Carolina. He can go to Chicago. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is there. Okay. And Teddy Bridgewater's doing well. Wrong, bitch. Thanks, Bob. (laughs) One more time for everybody. (laughs) The price is wrong, bitch. Emphasize it. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> it's better if it happens organically. You make these suggestions at the whoa, end of the whoa, show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If it has a commotion, whoa, whoa, just let whoa, it whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell organ are you looking for? <laughs> organically. Organ- organically. What, what it, it means organ- on its own. You don't have to make the suggestion. It ruins the joke. Uh, 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 oh, this is awkward. Cause I yeah. don't, I don't All right. Make, anyway, what's awkward love. is as much time as we spent on Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about... Another idiot in professional sports, Le'Veon Bell. Jackass. Jackass. Yeah, hold on a second. Kick ass or jackass? Le'Veon Bell. Jackass. jackass. Right. And no, we don't need him. We don't want him. No, no. I, 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 I agree. Pittsburgh. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take that, that uh, liability. No, it, a... it came for half a million dollars. Pittsburgh, Arizona, Tampa Bay. Be on the watch for one of those teams to grab. You know what I see? New England. He's Can't you see him going next to Pittsburgh? You see him going back to Pittsburgh? They actually, Mike Tomlin last yeah. year, they he were shot. talking about trying to bring him back. Yeah, they reached out to him. He, he, he's a... He was, this is this is and this is a quick little excerpt of what of what a lot of people don't understand what he was doing. He he wasn't he what he didn't want to stop because to smoke weed or anything. They were putting him on a franchise tag. He plays running right. back. He gets pit, he gets hit every time. They franchise him again. I'm not coming back and ruining my body for that again. But then I think they jacked it up with the players speaking on his bread in general. It's like instead of just saying that's it, that's his business, leave it alone. That's what that's what we do as men. Unless he was just asking for an outlandish number. And then he he went over here in New York Jets, you know, where Joe Douglas is, and it's uh, is is he's, he's Joe Douglas is basically trying to get rid of everybody who's like kind of like Le- Le'Veon Bell. Can I ask a question? Look, because everyone knows. I mean, no, we haven't played. We we haven't played. Okay. And and we all hear it like you never never comment on another guy's contract. Right. You just don't do that. But when players do, does that mean it's more of a personality issue? Like they got a problem with this person. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know what you're saying, but it's, it's a, when it, another one does, that, that's what you call a bitch. That's what you call, you don't, you don't, you don't, it's like you, but you, you, this is like a lot of, a lot of times hold when on, you're worried about. Hold on real quick on Le'Veon Bell, okay. David Harris, jackass and dumbass. <laughs> yeah, cause he's the one who left that girl that he had just met in like, in his place and, uh, she, uh, they, they locked him out of his house and stole quite a bit of money and jewelry. He had, they had a, it's you a. Can't hide it. If you look it up, it's a 911 call, probably on YouTube somewhere, where he, with him sounding real dumb. But he, He's dumb, but he got paid $28 million for 17 games and no 100-yard rushing. Thank games. you. That's kick-ass That's right pretty kick-ass, man. That's three, the life. 3.3 yards per carry Ooh. in his time with the Jets. You know who's Dear the- Diary, jackpot. That's 51st out of 55 qualifying running backs. Yeah, yeah thank and, you, Adam Gase. Yeah, I think Adam, he's the real jackass. Yeah, Adam, Adam oh, my God, he is such a knucklehead. Yeah, the, the crazy guy. Then, he, then you, you, you fired the guy. You had, get the guy fired who hired you. Hmm. 
<laughs> this is his last job. I can tell you that much. You think he's gone after Fitzmagic lights him up this weekend? Oh my God, he's 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 so gone. He and when you gone. guys want to talk about the general manager positions in sports, think of it like this, okay? Joe Douglas had it pretty good here, right? But he went into that dumpster fire, that train wreck that is the New York. And Jets. I thought they had one of the best drafts. They the, did. Listen, they have some they have some young talent that's coming, and they have a lot of assets coming up, just like the Sixers did, but they don't anymore. Trace. But but. Listen, when you have an opportunity to take one of those coveted jobs in sports, you take it no matter what the job is. Well, and, and he's from he's from up there, and I think it was one of his dream jobs. And a lot of and a, a, you don't he doesn't is a lot of people have thought that he had more power than he had here. The the reason why he's not here is because he uh, wanted the, more power. Well, no, because uh, because of Howie. Uh, it's like it's, and they, and how he's been having I've, I've heard through the grapevine they've been having some shouting matches in practice, but uh you know, so it's uh it's it's the writing's probably on the wall for for this regime as well. And uh, unfortunately, we were going to get into Howie uh, Howie Roseman draft picks uh, in this segment, but we're running out of time here. We only got uh, a minute and a half left before we go to break. Uh, and when we come back, okay. Hollis has got to break down the Ravens game for us. We got to get our picks in. Dear Lord, we're, tell uh, him. We're 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 almost uh, we're almost at the end here, uh, but let's uh, let's finish that uh, around the league real fast. Uh, speaking of disappointing games, how about that Josh Allen? Huh? How about that Josh I'm still Allen? on the Josh Allen bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, still, I'm on, still it. on it. Kyle, you want to you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. He had two touchdowns. Good. You have thirty seconds. He's still got a and fourteen worst, and fourteen worst, to three ratio and the worst pick. I've seen since Carson on Sunday. Uh, Tell him large, large engine. <laughs> I'll take a fourteen to three TD interception race. You know? so. All right, uh, Josh Allen, not a great game. Still on the bandwagon. I don't care. He's not on my fantasy team. But how about the Raiders? The Raiders, huge win, huge yeah. win. Doing it like it's supposed to be do you, done. Do you think that they overlooked that Buffalo game? Do you Last think week? you think in Kansas City is looking ahead to the Buffalo game? Oh, no, he's, no, he's talking about the Raiders. About the Raiders that, that, no, they they fought. They, they fought. fought they fought they, in that game, but, but they they, 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 they the, didn't fight in the beginning of that. game. Yeah, in the beginning, what, they the went beginning, up, what up? What went down seventeen to three? Yeah, and, and I think it was probably jet lag. Yeah, because coming from all, all the way from uh, it was in Oak. It was in was Vegas. It, Oak? it was what? in Vegas. But jet lag for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Well, let's do this. We got a a, a Ravens breakdown from uh, from Big Dog coming up here after break. Uh, this will be. Oh God, what do I have left? I don't even know if I have any songs left. I got it. Uh, Legion Radio, sponsored by Bud Light, Fox Sports, The Gambler, one hundred two point five FM, Philadelphia. We'll be back with our final segment. Like we always do with this time. Right, Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light back on Fox Sports The Gambler 102.5 FM for our final segment. If you catch uh, if you didn't catch all of the show this week, make sure you listen to our encore performance on Saturday from 1 to 3 and again download the iHeart Radio app. You can listen to us anytime, anywhere. And let's see. Um, hey, once again a big shout out to John Dorenzi for stepping up in a COVID uh, environment. And uh, and kicking up uh, kicking up some 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 dough here to 
make sure that we can keep this show going. We appreciate you so much, John, and everybody else over at Penn Distributors that helped make that happen. Awesome also at, uh, at Anheuser-Busch, we'll, we, won't, we won't bring in one other person. Uh, one other person's name yet because he's a Cowboys fan. But oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna choke him. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, actually, next week we what? should have another special Green Legion announcement. It may involve the Punta Cana trip. Awesome sauce. Uh, that could that could be really really fun. But awesome. uh, get to, get to GreenLegion.com to sign up for that. Tank, what up? Uh, let's 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 get it, man. Give us give us a Ravens breakdown. Well, the Ravens uh, is uh, this uh, it's kind of besides like a- the fact that Lamar Jackson is going to eat our linebacker core for <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> well, we, 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 I was just I was going to start there because uh, he's a dual threat. He leads the team in passing and rushing. Uh, they and when he's not leading the leading the team in rushing, they have a, a massive offensive line that they they work great, great together. They average about a hundred and uh, what is hundred and hundred sixty yards per game. Wow! They they they've rushed the ball over hundred uh, over hundred forty four times, which means they run the ball twenty eight or twenty nine times. Per game. game, and they only throw the ball 27 times or less per game, depending on how things are going. They use their quarterback to perfection. We just got a, a younger, a more wily guy than what we just what we just went up against, which makes this a tough matchup. Their defense uh, are killers. Point, <laughs> point blank. I, it's like uh, that middle linebacker, Queen, dear sweet Jesus, we are in trouble. Why does... Uh, why does Baltimore always seem to have great linebackers? Their linebacker cores, uh, linebacker core, they have uh, L. J. Fort. Uh, who, who was wasn't he here? Oh yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. A, and he's over there killing it. Patrick Queen and McPhee. Uh, they are uh, they're tenderizing opposing uh, offenses and. It's just like the Steelers. They value the linebacker position. They value the linebacker position. They, they, they got the big dogs up front. And you uh, wonder why those teams are always in the hunt. Always Correct. In the hunt, always in the hunt for the championship. And so it's like we, you know, Sometimes, he, Howie, it's not time to rewrite history. <laughs> you did it once. You did it once. Nice job. But time to re-race that chalkboard, <laughs> sir. And, uh, and, and they have uh, up front, they have, uh, they have Wolf Williams. Wolf, Brandon Williams, and Kalias Campbell. I have tremendous respect for Kalias Campbell. He's about six foot seven, about two hundred eighty pounds of uh, twist, uh, uh, fury, and, then, and then, twisted metal, twisted metal. Him between him and Wolf uh, and, and Brandon Williams, and then the linebacker core. They keep the linebackers clean, but if you uh, look at this squad, we're kind of in trouble to me personally because uh, the linebackers have most of the sacks. Uh, they said they they run a pressurized uh, a pressurized defense and their defensive backs they take chances. So given the magnitude of our quarterback throwing two picks a game, uh, this is this is the first time that I've been leery of a game. But the only thing that's keeping keeping me keeping me from uh, staying with my birds is that we we brought Marty Morning weekend who was actually coaching this kid. Oh, thank for God! The last couple of, no, he was. How many actually, times has he been back? He was actually coaching this kid for third the last times a charm. Well, he was coaching the kid for the last couple of years. Uh, he was a quarterback coach and offensive coordinator with uh, with Lamar Jackson and was a uh, part of his maturation. You wonder and, what kind of photos Marty Morning possesses? Uh, yeah, who you telling? But uh, but it's it's, you it's actually, the ones of Howie. It's actually it's actually a bit of an edge because they they didn't really go away from doing what he did. Uh, but I, I don't. Wasn't there a rumor? at one point in time that Howie was hanging out with Taylor Swift. Remember that? <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. I think. I could be wrong. It was somebody, and I think it was Taylor no, Swift. No, no. It was uh, it was a guy who just passed away. No, it was, it was Howie Roseman. It was Heckert. Huh? It was Heckert. No, it was Howie. Okay. I'm sorry. Diaz would hang out with Taylor Swift. 
Right I was. would shard at her concert. <laughs> she's a stone. She's a stone harbor chick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody, I don't think it's great. Cares. I love saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second, uh, you go to the secondary. Their secondary are pretty much ball hawks, and they actually have sixteen sacks. Uh, mostly, most of the linebackers have two sacks apiece, and the guys up front have one in the DBs. Great. They spread, they spread the. Uh, they spread the wealth around over there. So yeah. what you're saying is, don't watch this game. I'm saying watch the game, but uh, but be prepared to cover your eyes at times. Drink plenty. Yeah, uh, they, oh, Bud Light. A Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light. Thank you. And then, and then um, um, offensively, they got they're gonna they're gonna keep the ball away from us. They they're coming to kick our teeth in. That point point blank. Well, you you know I know the coach uh, personally. I know the coach Harbs. Harbs is Harbs is a guy who he comes in. He's always got the great stories and stuff. He he just knows how to motivate hey, players. He was here and learned under Jim Johnson. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, actually, you know what the the weird thing is is uh, Ray Rose. He Ray Rose hired him first. He was a, uh, Ray Rose last year, and uh, Ray Rose told them to keep him as a special teams coordinator. And he's always had great. Great stories and stuff, and he, he's a, he's always to me he's always been a great motivator, and he's been able to get the best out of a lot of guys. <laughs> Russ Taylor, mm. Mar- Marty has photos, but Matt Millen has video of the entire Ford family. Oh dear lord, oh. <laughs> man, talk, <laughs> talk about wasted pics like somebody named Sam. Wow. Oh, sorry, deepest apologies. Super Sam, <laughs> a hinky that is. Brian Colangelo and the Colangelo clan clown car. Yeah, they were. Oh, it's hard to say. Well, they, you know, you know, that's hard to say because they were forced here because of Sam. They Hinkie's weren't forced ineptitude. here. They weren't forced here. But yeah, but yeah, but uh, but uh, that's what that's what I got this week uh, for, for them there. And, and the thing that um that I done that's also giving me reservations about this game is because they have a balance attack offense. They're a better team. Yeah, basically, yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> You're they're, resigning. Uh, he sits down in his chair. He's like, <sighs> it's yeah. funny when you he, watch him hunch. Like, like, well, see, well, see this, is, this is why when you said that, okay, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. This, it's, this, when you said that, it's what I would like our team to be, balanced attack of pass and run and, and hard-nosed defense knocking the crap out of people. It's like, but when, you, when we see it, we just got a pass-happy team that can't play defense. Good things. Mazel, mazel. All right. We appreciate that, Tank. Uh, over to Chris Sack. Picks. Yes. We got our picks last in. week and get well, some picks in. We got to do this quick. Here we go. Standings after week five. Everybody last week went three and one, except me. And the only reason why is because the Chargers blew a 17-point lead. Mm. Thank you, Chargers. You guys suck. <laughs> anyway, Diaz is in first place, 16-5. and five. Kyle, 15-6 and six in second. Quimby and I are at 14-7. and seven. And Hollis is 12-9 and nine on the season. Yikes. Week six, there is no <laughs> Thursday night football game, so we don't have competition on the radio tomorrow night. Yeah. What do you mean? The union's not playing? No, I actually looked at tonight? the schedule. They, yeah, they don't have any Thursday night games the rest of the season. God bless Excellent. your hearts. So let's start out. 425 Sunday. Green Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Might be the last time we get Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Wow. I think Aaron Rodgers has been playing pissed all year. I'm going Green Bay. Slash. I will... Say Tom Brady gets a bounce back game. I'm going to go Tampa. Tank. I'm going Green Bay. Tom Brady sucks donkey balls. <laughs> Diaz. I'm going Green Bay too. I think Tampa Bay is a, is fraudulent. I think they are too. But Green Bay is only one point favorites. So this actually this week all of the road teams are favorites. I'm going Tampa Bay because right. of the spread. Uh, Sunday night football. L.A. Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Rams. Rams. Not a far travel for the Rams. Rams. 
Big dog. Rams. Yeah. Ram it. L.A. Rams. Ram it. So we're all on the Rams. <laughs> I can't even say it because what, C.J. Beathard's probably going to be starting this week. Screw that crap. I'm going Rams, too. Monday Night Football. Game one. Kansas City at Buffalo. Both teams coming off of losses. I think they were both looking past their opponents last week and looking exactly at this matchup. Kansas City. Slash. Even though Josh Allen's the best quarterback on the field, I'm going <laughs> to go Kansas City in this one. I'm, I'm going Buffalo, mainly because I, I think Sean McDormand has something to prove to the guy who fired him. Ooh, and, and, and Tank likes Josh Allen. You know Allen. what? That's a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay. I'm DS. going KC. I'm a Mahomie. And amongst I'm gonna, other things. I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Chiefs as well. And Monday Night Football two. Arizona Cardinals at the Dallas Cowboys with the red rocket, Andy Dalton at quarterback. I'm going with the Cowboys. Ooh. I still think Dallas has too many weapons on offense. I'm gonna go Dallas too. Tank, I don't even have to ask you. A Z because they because <laughs> Dallas mainly, sucks. But Dallas sucks mainly because they don't have a defense. They have yet to address their defense, sir. And they have Hopkins. Yes. This is the toughest one for me, but I'm gonna go with Arizona. Arizona are two point road favorites, and anytime I see the two point line, I gotta go with the other side. It's getting the plus two. I'm going Dallas. You're dead to me. Yeah. But anyway, uh, keep in mind, too, just real quick uh, programming note here. Uh, Tank and I will both be at Cavanaugh's River Deck for the game this upcoming Sunday. Please come on down and hang out with us. You guys can go to GreenLegion.com and sign up for a tailgate package and get to hang out with us. I will be game. looking for a place uh, for an Eagles fan club in Cabo San Lucas this week. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we appreciate you coming out listening to another episode of Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, on behalf of Tank, Diaz, Super Sam, Zach, and the Gobbler. <laughs> also, I do want to say one thing. Uh, a longtime supporter of ours, Delilah's, is back open, everybody. Damn and we uh, we hope you guys go over there and support them. We are going there right after this show is over. Six-foot lap dances. Yeah. You guys pick the lock. Baby. All right, you guys. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, signing off to next week. Go Birds!